1: At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success, from before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hello, this is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm glad you're here. This week's show was prompted by an email from Stephanie, who writes, I've heard a lot about bee pollen lately. Is it good for you? Is it really a miracle food? Bee pollen has been used throughout the ages and around the globe as a medicinal food and an all-purpose elixir. There are references to the healing powers of bee pollen in ancient Egyptian and Chinese manuscripts, the Bible, and the Quran. It's still promoted today as a superfood, which is a term that's generally applied to foods that are thought to be particularly nutritious. And it's also touted as a natural remedy for allergies and asthma, to enhance athletic performance, to boost the immune system, to guard against the toxic effects from chemotherapy, and as a general health tonic. But is there any scientific basis for any of these alleged benefits? Let's take a closer look at how the evidence for bee pollen stacks up. Bee pollen is made up of pollen from flowering plants, which is collected by the bee as it roams around the world, and then mixed with small amounts of bee spit and nectar. Although its nutrient composition varies greatly depending on what plants the bee visited that day, most bee pollen is about 15% protein, usually less than 10% fat, and about 70% carbohydrate. And it also contains various vitamins and minerals. In fact, one of the claims for bee pollen is that it contains every nutrient needed for life. This has been demonstrated by experiments in which lab rats were fed nothing but bee pollen and water for a year, and they thrived. Now, even if the idea of eating nothing but a pound of slightly bitter granular powder every day as your sole source of nutrition sounds appealing to you, I wouldn't advise it. One interesting difference between rats and humans is that rats can produce their own vitamin C, and humans cannot. So unless your particular batch of bee pollen was unusually high in vitamin C, you'd probably end up with scurvy long before that year was up. Bee pollen is also essentially devoid of vitamins B12 and D, and if you were to eat it as your sole source of nutrition, it would provide dangerously high amounts of iron. Of course, most of the people who swear by bee pollen aren't eating a pound a day. They're simply stirring a spoonful into their juice or their smoothie before heading out to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But the amount of vitamins and minerals in that amount of bee pollen is about the equivalent of shaving off a tenth of a multivitamin tablet and dissolving it into your juice. Now, if you check out some of the information about bee pollen on the internet, you'll also probably read that it contains live enzymes as well as nucleic acids, which are special compounds that are found in the DNA and RNA of all living things. Enzymes and nucleic acids are very important, to be sure. But they're not like vitamins. You don't really get them from your diet. Most of the live enzymes that you consume with your food are denatured by your stomach acid, which means that they can no longer function as enzymes. Then they're broken down into individual amino acids. Whenever you need an enzyme, which happens, oh, about a thousand times a second, one is assembled for you by special proteins in your cells. Likewise, research shows that any tiny little bits of genetic material that might be present in foods you eat doesn't end up in your bloodstream. Like enzymes, they're broken down and either recycled or eliminated. In the interest of full disclosure, I should mention that bee pollen also contains various types of bacteria and fungi, as well as trace amounts of heavy metals like lead and cadmium. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. In any case, bee pollen is certainly a nutrient-dense substance, although it doesn't seem to offer nutrients that you couldn't get from lots of other foods as well. But what about all the other special things it's supposed to do for you, such as improve athletic performance, reduce symptoms of PMS and menopause, treat allergies and asthma, and even fight cancer? After all, this stuff has been prized for millennia. And while some folk medicine is eventually revealed to be little more than superstition, many traditional remedies are found to be just as or even more effective than modern drug therapies. On the other hand, There does seem to be an inexhaustible market for superfoods and miracle cures, and most of the info you'll find on bee pollen is from people who want to sell you some. My search for evidence on bee pollen turned up a very interesting mix of scientific research, anecdotes, ancient wisdom, and marketing hype. And I'm going to break all of that down for you in next week's show, along with a look at any safety concerns. In the meantime, if you've had some experience, good, bad, or indifferent with bee pollen, I'd like to hear about it. You can post your comments on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page or on our website, where you'll also find a transcript of today's show and references to the sources I consulted. That's at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. My thanks to Stephanie for suggesting today's show topic, and my thanks to you for listening. Have a great week, and eat something good for me.